104.7's Ryan and Tanya. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. They're just like you, only much weirder. For a faulty joint replacement compensation claim, mej.com today you. Hit 104.7. Ryan and Tanya have been thinking and they want to know, is it a thing? Have you timed your child's birth? So... I'd love to hear from anyone who has actually done this, 131060. Apparently dudes are trying to get their partners pregnant so this week so that they can get two weeks paternity leave during the 2018 World Cup. I mean, that is genius. Legend. Actually, now I Legends. think of it, Prince William and, and Princess Kate announced the pregnancy of their third baby, so that means he's probably going to get this paternity leave. Was this week they announced months, it? That'd be a few months oh, on, though, Oh, right? yeah, because she'd be 12 weeks, maybe. Yeah, um, mm. But what I think that happens or may happen is that a lot of dads especially don't want their kids born in December because if you're born in January, then you're sort of in the next lower age bracket when you play kids' sport. Wow. So when you're in under nines, if you're born in January, you're always a little bit bigger. Uh, yeah. Whereas if you're in December, you're a little bit smaller. So you'd rather be like the bigger, stronger one in your age group sort of thing. I think it just wouldn't work out. Like, logistically, this wouldn't work out. It'd have, everything would have to line up so perfectly. Like, you'd have to be ovulating. They'd have... You know what I mean? Like, I just don't know. And the other thing is, right, for me, I would never do this because I would hate to put the mockers on it. Like, I just want to have a healthy baby. <laughs> you know, for me, it doesn't matter oh, so when you, it's born. If you born, put too much planning into it, yeah. Like, I don't care yeah. when it's born. Uh, I just want it to be well. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's go to Jenny. Jenny, is this a thing? Um, Kind of. It wasn't planned. For, it wasn't planned for a certain event. It was I already had a child in April, yep. and I didn't want two birthdays close together. I didn't oh. want a birthday any closer than October to Christmas because I didn't want birthdays too close together to Christmas. Amazing. So yep. <laughs> I wanted a baby in October. Yep. One year. Now Tanya was very impressed with these people. Tanya was very impressed with these people doing the maths. How hard was it to count to nine on your hands? It wasn't hard, very, but the first year it didn't happen and we had to go on fertility treatment, so I went, that's it, my plans are out the window. I'm not gonna get my October baby, it's not gonna happen. And then next year I got an October baby. Oh, there it is. There it is. So, um, so yes and no. Ryan, would you say that that quantifies for is it a thing or? Yeah, I'd, I'd say that's almost there. For and I me, like the idea it that it's not, um, It's yeah, it's not not wanting to clash Christmas because heaven forbid someone would double up with the presents. I mean, that is a selfish act. So, well All right, well let's done. go to Ash and Chifley. Ash, is this a thing? Have you timed your child's birth? Well, again, not not exactly, but I was due to have my third child and she was due on May the 4th. And because I had to have an elective Caesar, you kind of get a little bit of mm. um, choice when it comes to your dates. And so because she was born on May the 4th, my because she was due on May the 4th, heaps of my friends were giving me like a bit of Star Wars. stick about oh, the, the Star whole Wars Star Wars yeah. circle. So I kept getting sent Star Wars memes and all this kind of stuff. It's like, I just can't handle it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. So I held her off and booked my Caesar for May the 8th. Oh, my God. That's great. And May the 8th be with you. Yeah. Just, I, just right, couldn't do right. it. I just couldn't do it. All right, Ryan, what do you right. reckon? Because for it's me, you reckon, see, I, I don't know, because they're not planning them specifically to fall on a particular date. They're more, for me, those stories more or less just sort of happened. 
All right, well, 131060, are you getting it done tonight to have the soccer on? <laughs> the soccer off. Too specific, that... but yeah, 131060. <laughs> Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hit 104.7. Yeah, um, anyone else in the room? Uh, producer Maddie's in here as well. Uh, anyone else getting a fist fight with a 65-year-old lady yesterday? No, can't say I did. No. What did you do? Crack. No, what have you done? Well, first of all, let me just set the scene here. Um, I, was, I was on a flight yesterday, and Tanya, you fly around a lot. Do you have any sort of preferences where you sit? Obviously up the front with the caviar and the champagne, but is there any sort of I have flown business like? once, and that was because I got upgraded when you and I uh, were trying to get to Sydney. That was the only time I've ever been upgraded. Um, but I like to sit on the window. But not in the like middle. The, the middle seat is the worst. You know, there's yeah, the three and you sit in the middle. Horrific. Yeah, well, I like to sit down the back, out of the way and on the aisle. Now, I don't have the longest legs, uh, but I, I, I get like a little bit claustrophobic and yes. I have the blood of the size of a four-year-old Chinese girl. So sometimes being on the aisle means you can get up, you yeah, can stretch yeah, and you're yeah, just a bit true. more bit more loose, bit more loose. So I like the aisle and uh, I even got up early so yesterday to kind of pre-book in just to make sure I got the aisle, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so... I, so I get to the the thing and I go to sit down and this lady is sitting in the aisle seat, like she's sitting in my seat. Oh. And she goes, oh, Ding. you can have the window if you yeah, like. Yeah. And um, and I'm sure she thinks she's doing me a favour because is there an assumption that everyone kind of wants the window? I don't know, like most people probably were window people. Was that yeah, fair? yeah, totally. This happens to me all the time, by the way. People go, oh, no, I'm already sitting here, so you just do whatever you want. Like, do you mind as well when it's like, do you mind? And you feel oh. like a real jerk going... Uh, yes. uh, well, I did get up early this morning to specifically book, to book this it. exact seat. And so, she, and again, she thinks she's doing me a favour. So I'm like, look, uh, it's really fine. Um, you can have the window. I'll just, I'll just sit in my seat. That'll, that'll be fine. Mm. Thank you. And then, and then, you know, when suddenly a, no, it's fine, oh. becomes a no. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll take my original seat. And I'm like, do I give her the whole bladder story? Do I tell the t- story about the time I nearly peed myself because I'm stuck in there? Does she want to hear all that? I don't know. So anyway, I've I've pulled out the lamest line I've ever said and I'm oh. almost a little bit embarrassed <laughs> and ashamed. I, I just, it just felt so out of, out of character. What'd you I say? said, ma'am. First of all, who says <laughs> yeah, ma'am? I was say, God, damn it. Yeah, go on. Ma'am. Ma'am. The airline requires you to sit in your allocated seat. Oh! Oh! <laughs> one of those guys. Oh! <laughs> one of those guys. And she looks me up and down and gives me this. <laughs> you're, a real, <laughs> you're a real stickler for the rules, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> and I went, stickler for the rules. You must have been hanging out with the Hit 104.7 legal team because that's how they describe me. Is that fair to say, guys? <laughs> uh, definitely not. I would say not. loose with the rules is what they say. Yep, so I elbowed her in the ribs, got my arse seat and carried on with the flight. Everything was great. Thank you very much. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hit 104.7. Right now, 131060, what went wrong at the salon? Oh, you love a rhymer. But, yeah, this woman has potentially irreversible eyelash damage after going to the beauty salon. She, she just got fake eyelashes and they've done it wrong and they've pulled out all of her eyelashes and now they don't know whether or not they're going to grow back. Horrendous. So thirteen, oh, ten, sixty. If you've yeah. had a horrendous time at the at the salon, look. You know what? I reckon this is a one percent. I don't reckon this happens all the time. I think just sometimes because I've had it's an I've, outlier. No, I've I've had so many good experiences and one terrible one. So I don't think it's like a generic thing. I just think it happens once a blue moon. All right, Karen. What happened to you? Um, I was heading on a vacation up to Queensland. And uh, we're going to be spending a lot of time at the beach, so I thought I'd go and get a bikini wax. But uh, when when they waxed me, they burnt me, and so I couldn't wear my bikinis. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, what, did you have, like, burn marks that were sort of visible? Yeah, it was all sort of burnt, yeah, in that kind of region. And, um, yeah, I had to wear a skirt the whole time because I, um, the bikinis didn't look good at all. Oh, you pull, when, when, how long ago was this? Uh, late last year. <laughs> See, okay, and Karen, correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like, you know, the burning thing, that probably was a bit of a thing maybe 12 years ago when that was happening or people would get bruised, but now that just doesn't happen as much. And was it, I also have to ask, was it a cheapo? Because sometimes I've got an $11 wax and it's not been great. No, it wasn't. It was actually, I won't name the salon, but it was actually, a, yeah, a proper full-on expensive <laughs> salon. So, but, um, yeah, having a wax... <sighs> It defeated the whole purpose. Exactly. Yeah, that is. Oh, and I feel like everyone in their cars. Yeah, (laughs) everyone in their cars this morning driving in are doing. You know, their their legs are slightly crossed. Mm. Because if there's one place you don't want to get burned, I'm guessing it's uh, it's right there. That's full on. um, Um, Thank you for that, Karen. Let's go to Kim in Gungarland. Hey, girl. Kimu. Yeah. Hi. Hey. What happened to you at the salon? What happened, Kim? Um. It wasn't me, it was a friend. Um, won't name the salon or anything. I don't know if it's actually open anymore. It's a couple of years ago. <clears throat> um, but she went in to get a Brazilian done. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if the wax is too hot or not, but the lady actually ended up ripping skin. Oh! No, no. Is it like ri- ripping no. it a little bit or ripping it like off? Like off, um, straight off? Skin like bleeding. Nope. <laughs> oh. Surely they didn't pay for that. Like, what What happened after? Um, I don't think she actually, like, she knew it hurt, but I don't think she realised that she got home and had a shower, how bad it actually was. <gasps> she oh. did get or something over that, because that is really, really bad damage. Yeah. Um, I don't know what she did afterwards, like, if she went back to the salon and complained or not, um, but I do know that she was very hurt from it. <laughs> is that something, Tanya, that would put you... Is is that sort of promoting the bush? Because I feel like once that happens to you once, it's just like, nah, I'm not going back. That's way too painful. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that and also just laziness. But Laziness, of course, yeah. Definitely that's up there. <laughs> hey, Rach, what about you? What happened to the, at the beauty salon to you? Um, I went and had my hair, like, dyed. I wanted to go from really dark brown to a lighter colour because it was coming into summer. And they, like, I was at the salon for six hours and they completely stripped my hair like it went translucent. Translucent. And then by trying to put another colour in it, it went this, like, horrible yellow. (laughs) And I had to go to work in the afternoon and the girls were like, oh, no, like, it'll be fine, you'll get used to it. But, no, it, like, completely killed my hair. Oh, and six hours for it to be terrible? It's just the worst? Yeah, yeah. Did you pay? Did you have to re-dye it or do you, like, do you just have to live it out for the summer or how long is, is it looking awful for? So um, I was 18 at the time and my parents ended up going like to the salon the next day and saying, like, what have you done? And the hairdresser felt so bad that she gave my, like, my parents a refund. But then my mum was like, I can't take you to Christmas looking like that. So we just did a home job. <laughs> she's going to she's got a wig. <laughs> Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Kit 104.7. All right, I'm all about honesty and I'm going to be honest. I have dropped the ball on managing you. Yes, I know that. And when I assumed the role of managing you, I should have taken Assumed it. is a very big word because you just sort of assumed it and took it. There was never a question or a contract or any sort of, yeah. what would you like? You just went, I'm your acting manager because you got yourself a job and I'm claiming something. Yeah, but also I am an ex-actor. Who better to manage you? 
uh, exactly. someone with some Speechless. sort of qualification in management. Yep. I have a qualification in theatre, thank you very much. Masked oh, theatre. Oh, my mistake. <laughs> My mistake. <laughs> Strangely enough, I was so petrified of masks. Anyway, that's a long story. Um, but let's not, you know, forget that I did get you one line in Wicked. Have I got you anything mm. since? No. Have I dropped the no. ball? Yes. Am I back in the game? Absolutely. Now, Ryan, a couple of offers have come across my desk. And I thought, I'll offer them to you. See, you know, how you're feeling, yes or no, on the offers that have come through. Sure. Well, let's, let's hear it because I'm ready and uh, very. I've got plenty of time, like plenty of time. With a manager like you, I have nothing but time. <laughs> I will have to get you to sign a non-compete also. Okay. <laughs> I would not thought so, I no. will be doing that. All right. Um, the Disney princesses and Disney princess, no, uh, princes no. are, are casting for Disneyland in Tokyo and they're looking oh, for um, different body types. So... <laughs> what sort of body? What, you tell me the different kind of body types, and I'll tell you what I think I fit. Well, I don't have a list of the different body types, but they're saying that they're looking for you know, like a like an ordinary type of body shape. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Just because I'm eating a Seven Eleven servo sanger for breakfast right now, mm, you'll die doesn't from mean that. that I'm that's, a- that's not a good time. I've had Thank bad you. experiences with those. Okay, here's so, another what, one. What, if what's that, the if role, you're out though? for that, do I have to speak? Do I have to speak Japanese or Disney or something, or do I just um, have to no, be? No, it is. You do speak English, but it'd be like the role of Captain Jack Sparrow. Oh, I can do that. I look good with a smoky eye. Excellent. It's um, it's a lot of auditions, but I can probably get you through to the cattle call that'll take anyone. Now, uh, Fash Fest here in Canberra, which is a modelling, you know, fashion thing, they're casting mm-hmm. children, but I reckon if I make a call, I could probably push it out and get you maybe seen. So is the fact that I'm six foot one, have a massive beard, what, what's the what's going to make me look like know. a child? I, you know, I just think go in with a good attitude, to be honest. You're thinking too no, much about it. I haven't had it. one of those for years. You've so got a childlike so, mind, no. so that's out. Um, oh, excuse me. Kleenex are casting older Filipino women, so probably that's out. Um, no, I reckon I'm down for an old Filipino woman. I reckon I can handle a bit of that. Um, oh, here's a good one. Presenter needed for agency video in Singapore. Oh, Ooh. yes. Travel not paid. The gig is also not paid. So I have to spend... Th- so hang on, as you as my manager, are you going to fly me over to Singapore so I can get this job done? I'm not, I'm not the one, you know, wanting to live their dream. You know, I'm just supporting it. So I'll organise the contract. Well, support me all the way over there onto, uh, onto a Singapore Airlines <laughs> no. flight. Thank you. Yeah, I'll take, I'll take it. No, Thanks, Sam. Appreciate nah, it. Nah, nah, nah. And the last one is, and I think this is probably the best, there's a slam poetry night that happens in Civic on a Friday night. I'm not sure where it is, when it is, and exactly if it is on a Friday night, but I could look into that maybe. I actually won the slam poetry for Western Australia two years ago, so I'll have to say no because return champions are not <laughs> welcome. So which one do you want? So what want? do you got for me? I... <laughs> the one where you won't pay me or the one where I'm a fat Filipino lady? Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hit 104.7. Ryan and Tanya's $20,000 showcase. All I, all I, all I, all I do is win, 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 no matter what. On Hit 104.7. Find the best deals for your home. Spring into the one and only Harvey Norman Fishwick. We have $20,000 in our showcase that is going to be going out the door over the next few weeks. And, Tanya, could we say showcase any more times? Uh, a few more times because uh, showcase is a good showcase showcase. No, it's actually... The showcase. So cool to give away a showcase. It's super old school. I feel like the word showcase hasn't been used, so we need to overuse it for the fact that it hasn't been used since 2001. 
Absolutely. Now, next Friday, someone will either win the entire showcase or there will be a 20 or 30 year smaller winners of the showcase. But we want to talk to someone who's cleaned up a showcase of their own. Um, Carl Young, good morning, sir. Good morning. Now, Carl, you've Now, won... is it true that you've yeah. cleaned up an Australian game show? You've cleaned up a showcase? Well, I uh, back when I was in my uni days, probably getting on eight years ago now, I went on the uh, Wheel of Fortune. I, uh, as a young uni student, was thrilled to win uh, about $215,000 cash. <laughs> Whoa! <on the> show, <laughs> given my rent was due and I was uh, behind, so... Uh, it's I mean, that I'm, I don't know where you were living or how fancy oh. it was, Carl, but I'm guessing 215000 will probably cover the next couple of weeks' rent, I would have thought. <laughs> so it was happy days for a uni student. I had to shout yeah. beers for a few years, but um, <laughs> after that, I used some of the money to go over to the States and thought, well, I've had success on one game show. Why don't we give a second one a bash? Signed up for The Price is Right with Drew Carey. Oh, yeah! And... Uh, Got called to come on down with Drew Carey, who I've been a long time fan of, and uh, mainly trusted my instincts in the audience, and then uh, cleaned up and won a showcase on the prize <laughs> right in the US. Oh my god! Oh my god! Well played, sir. And what was in <laughs> the showcase? Because there's always ran- there's always random things on the prize right. So what what was in the showcase that you won? Yeah, so there was like a, a home office with like a mahogany desk or yes. whatever. There was a new car. <laughs> But then they said, we can't ship all this stuff to Australia, so will you just take a check for the uh, amount of money it's worth? And I said, that'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, so I ended up making a profit on my holiday, spending some of my previous game show winnings. <laughs> How much that did you get on the second showcase, do you mind us asking, Carl? So the uh, showcase of Price is Right was uh, about uh, $33,000 US. So with the exchange rate back then, seven years ago, it turned out to be quite good. That is crazy. How does, know, do you have to pay tax on that? Is that a thing in America where you need to pay tax? They took uh, about 40% of it in tax, uh, whereas what? in Australia they were like, no, 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 it's just luck, so I got to keep all the 215 k from Wheel of Fortune. Have that is unbelievable. Have you done another game show since? You say this was in your uni days. Like, are you... Well, I'm a bit of an addict, so about a yes. year ago now I went on to Chase Australia and uh, the team that I was on won that too. So what? Three. what? Are you kidding, Carl? And what did you, what did you win on the Chase? So that one, I, I just won uh, sixteen and a half thousand dollars. Oh, so oh just a lazy sixteen grand for half an hour's work. Oh, poor me, poor me. Are you a so genius? I'm totaling, uh, totaling over a quarter of a million dollars from game shows. So I'm wondering whether that should be my full time career. Yes. Well, what don't say that. Don't say that out loud because if it becomes your full time career, then you have to pay tax on the winnings. Just a little That's side right. note. Right. No, yeah. it's definitely still <laughs> a hobby. Just a hobby. It's a very just a good hobby. hobby. Um, is it, the weird thing for me is that a lot of people are very good at trivia, so they go on the trivia ones like The Chase and The Sale of the Century. Mm. It's weird that you're both very good at triv- trivia but also know the price of a dishwasher. Um, <laughs> do, do you consider yourself smart and have a broad range of knowledge? I had literally no idea, particularly in America, where I had to work out what the American price of, of stuff was. So oh, of I course. was just listening to the audience yell stuff out. They were obviously long-time fans, and I uh, sometimes went with what they said and sometimes my lucky number's 33 so I just said $33,000 for my showcase and that just happened to be about what it was so there's a bit of luck involved yeah. That's the best thing about the prices, right? When everyone else is just screaming at them, and there's like, few, you know, fifty people, higher, higher, lower, lower, and you're just like, uh, uh, thirty-three. Thank you, cash money, bye. Yeah. Well, I just thought, well, you got to be in it to win it, and gave it a go, so it turned out pretty well. Yes, it has. That is unbelievable, Carl Young. What a cracking story. What advice would you give to the people playing for the twenty thousand dollars showcase that hit 
104.7? Well, I guess, yeah, there's a lot of people at home that are probably thinking, oh, I'll never win, so why even bother? But as a young uni student, I just threw my hat in the ring and it turned out really well. What have you got to lose? Unbelievable. And also Unbelievable. 33. 33, obviously. 33, lucky on number. Or if you've got your own I'll lucky take... number, that might work. Yep. I'll be taking that to the casino in Canberra in about 15 All right. minutes. No, I've got a show to do. <laughs> okay, Carl Young, Thanks, thank Carl. you very much for joining us this morning, mate. Appreciate it. Lovely talking to you. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hit 104.7. Can't someone in a relationship go away for a weekend without all the... Ooh... Nice place for a proposal. Oh. Should we be expecting any news? Also an I mean, overseas oh trip. Yeah, well, anytime any. Bridget and I go anywhere, the pressure is on from everyone, including her. Bridget's anytime even we go out for dinner, she's like, Should I should I should I wear something nice? Oh, right. I'm like, you can wear whatever you want, mate. Don't worry. <laughs> you uh, poor thing. Are you just constantly stressed? It's so annoying. It is so annoying. And Tan, I don't know, do you get this with Tom or maybe it'll happen more when he gets out of his teens and into his twenties <laughs> or something? Yeah. He's twenty five. But no, I, I've told you this so many times, I have to like tell him I'm not ready to get married yet because he's keen. Well, I have like but the what opposite about from other situation. Mm, I think because he's so much younger than me, people don't expect us to get engaged anytime soon. I think soon. I, I keep think dropping there's out. Any, uh, there's no okay, rush cool. and people know I'm super career focused. So Three, I think it's a little bit two, different in my situation. One. The new Cavalry Bruce Private Hospital's Community Open Day is coming to Bruce this Saturday and there'll be heaps of activities to enjoy. ridiculous. We went to Ballarat earlier in the year. Not the most romantic place in the world. No. I mean, the place is disgusting. But when we got back, it was just like, hey, Matt, did you propose? And I was like, not in Ballarat, mate. Are you kidding? I love that you've travelled Europe together. Yeah, we've done we've done a lot, but Ballarat, yeah, everywhere we go. Everywhere we go. And with over 12,000 staff, and volunteers, oh. the Cavalry Bruce Private Hospital continue to help Canberrans well into the future. The community open days this Saturday from 11am to 4pm at 30 Mary Potter Circuit in Bruce. Sign up for a tour today at Cavalry ACT event.org.au Zealand this weekend. And um, even my own mother goes, oh, going to catch up with Bridget's dad? A little bit of a man chat, maybe get permission for something? All right. I was like, oh, God's sake. Um, we go and because the reason I'm going is because I can't go at Christmas time and like oh. I don't know you got to be someplace right so I thought oh, I might as well just jump over for a weekend it's a great place but even when I'm I was like checking the flights and stuff I was like mm. oh it just even then I was like oh people are just going to be hitting me up and be like oh big news expected and it's just like so annoying and so Tan here's my question to you mm. uh, what do you think is a more romantic proposal right would it be like a Bridget I love you. Will you marry me? Or would it be, Bridget, I am sick of this crap. Now put this on your hand and shut up. Okay, well, please don't do the second one. And also, I do have a question for you. Go on. Why are you going to New Zealand? Like, I know you say that, you know, it's because you can't go at Christmas time, but, like, is there any chance that you would have that conversation? Considering, you know, Christmas is still a couple of months away, would you be having that conversation with her dad at all? No. <laughs> Come no. on, mate. No, and see, now it continues again. Well, Can't a guy go to New Zealand, get drunk in the Sky Tower Auckland Casino in peace? I mean, is that too much to ask from a young man and society around him? Come on, fire out. No, look, you're right. welcome to do that at the casino, but, I mean, while you got the time, maybe just slip a question in. Come on. I really want to plan your on, wedding. Put a ring on number 23. Just be like, all right, if it comes up, no. we're doing it. Bang. <laughs> Hit 104.7.